Well, good morning. Good morning. It's good to see everybody this morning. It's a great day to be in the house of the Lord. It's a great day to be worshiping the Lord. Uh, today, we've got a lot going on. You probably, I uh, guess, to touch base on a couple of things. First of all, this afternoon at 2 o'clock, if there's an interest meeting for uh, service dogs, service animals, if you have one. By the way, speaking of animals, you know, it's just like uh, our elder... Raymond Zinn, who is a veterinarian, to pick an animal to come up here. You know, I was thinking, you know, if I'd be careful, he might want to worm you or, you know, take you. I don't know what vets do to rabbits, but anyway. But tonight, today at, uh, at two o'clock, if you'd like to come and check this out about is your dog, uh, would your dog be interested or you be interested in your dog becoming a therapy dog? Um, well, this is going to be an interesting... How are we doing? There we go. In your hands, uh, there should be a, um, this brochure, this handout. If you did not get one, raise your hand, and the uh, ushers will get to you. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's about 15. Do we have ushers back there grabbing these? We need 15 of them. Quite a few of them that don't have it. And what this is, is every year we put together what will help uh, fund, help support the ministry uh, that is called Community Church. We believe this church and everything that happens at this campus is a mission. It's a mission of God to reach this county to reach the surrounding areas, to reach whoever comes here. There's also a beyond this campus that this uh, also supports. Uh, take a look at this information, read through it. If you have any questions, we, we definitely uh, would meet, visit with you. Uh, we have open books, uh, so uh, we'd love to sit down with you if you have any questions about that. On uh, January the 6th, Sunday, we'll actually affirm uh, this as a church body and so make sure we'll have those available next week also. We just wanted to kind of start it this week so you had a chance to, to, to take a look. You also have noticed it's ugly sweater day and we even have a staff that was practicing earlier this week. You know, I, I am, in, am blessed to be uh, able to serve with a group of people that love to have uh, a good time. Now, let, let me just, I know for some, having a rabbit hold a basket on Christmas, somehow that... But, but can I say worship is not about the exterior? That, that's, that's pharisaical. You know, you got to have the right clothes and the right... We're having a good time. It's fun. But really, is what's going on from your heart, from the inside. We're called to worship in spirit and truth. And I love that we can have a good time. And I am blessed to hang out with some great people. Uh, and I, you're getting to be part of some great people that can take, take their halo and just loosen it about a half a turn, you know, just so we realize that we can have a little fun. How many like to have a little fun with the Lord? Always staying in bounds, but uh, how many of y'all would wear a pink rabbit suit? See there? You're amongst friends. All right. Just wanted to kind of make sure. I've got a, let me back up just a second here. I've got a video that I found uh, that is for, uh, appropriate for uh, today, just because it's a little different, and you'll kind of know um, what I'm talking about when you get through with it, uh, but I'll let you determine if it's appropriate for today. Here we go. Good. I found the other string of lights. Hey, Grandpa. Huh? Do you like this time of year? Do you like Thanksgiving or Christmas best? I think I like Christmas best. I get really excited. 
Did you get really excited a long time ago? A long time ago? Well, of course I did. I still get excited. Are you excited now? Yep. <laughs> when you see Christmas decorations and things like that happening, huh? Yeah. And when my mom starts bringing out the Christmas cookie stuff oh. and starts playing Christmas music, oh. I get really excited. <laughs> and when my parents tell me there's a room I can't go into, that means there's presents in there. I get a really funny feeling inside. I'll be. You got the tingles. Huh? You got the Christmas tingles. Tell me something. This funny feeling inside. Does it start in a foot or an arm or in your tummy? And does it move all around inside and your whole body starts to wriggle? And then pretty soon you got to do this weird kind of dance and you start to giggle. Yeah, that's it, Grandpa. I got the tingles real bad. <laughs> You're just like your dad. He used to get the tingles. He told me once he thought they'd go away if he could open up one present, any present. Well, that's a great idea. It worked, didn't it? I mean, he got to open up a present, didn't he? Nope. Well, why not? My folks never let me open a gift till Christmas morning, sometimes Christmas afternoon. The doggone tingles were driving me crazy. I remember one time I was nine years old. I had the worst case of tingles I ever had. I wasn't allowed in the living room for more than a week, and I was sure there were presents in there. I was hoping one of them was an electric train set. <laughs> Boy, I'd get up in the morning doing that weird dance, and I'd go to bed doing it. Well, finally, Christmas Day came. At last. Until my folks said, nobody goes in the living room until after we get back from church. Church? 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 Yes, we're going to church to celebrate the greatest gift God ever gave us. His son, Jesus. But, but it's just not fair. You want to go thank God, don't you? Yeah, sure, but I'm just so excited. You got the tingles, huh? Oh, yeah. Ah, 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 to the car. You know who gets the tingles? Who? Angels. Every time they hear kids singing and praising to Jesus. They do a weird kind of dance and they go flying all over heaven. Really? I bet if you praise from the heart, we'll hear some angels. Grandpa? 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 Huh? When you were singing and praising, did you hear angels? I don't know. My mother said she did. Way far off somewhere. But you know, for me, that night the tingles kind of changed. They changed into an inner joy and, and real happiness. Yeah, that's it. I guess that's the best way I can explain it. Now it's the joy and the happiness inside that causes me to do that weird kind of dance. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for giving us your son Jesus. He's the best gift ever, and he's really cool. The presents are fun, but help me to never forget what Christmas is all about. It makes me happy. Oh, little one, that was beautiful prayer. Thank you. That was really, really, really nice. <laughs> so, anyway, as I was telling you, that Sunday we came home from church and I went directly into the living room, and there on the floor was a brand new electric train. Grandpa! Huh? Listen! Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear something. Way far off. The tingles. I think they're catching. You think they're catch catching? Catching? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if the whole world caught the Christmas tingles? <laughs> how about you? Have you got the Christmas tingles? You know, when you think about how God Almighty, the creator of all of us, loved us so much that he sent to us his only son, well, that's got to give you that inner joy and that great happiness that's causing you to do that weird kind of dance. 
And if you can't do that, well, then you're just not tingleable. Merry Christmas. Okay, so it was a little um, corny, but it had a good message, wasn't it? So I want us to practice something. I know we do a lot of things. So since it, we're in the spirit of the Christmas sweater, or ugly sweater, or whatever, and the Christmas tingles, okay, that's what they were talking about. I, I want us to, uh, how many of you ever think they've had a tingle, Christmas tingle before? I don't mean going, like need to go to the bathroom, but you know, they get, you, you get excited because something has happened and you just know it's something that's moving in. How many, let me give you a shot. So let's, let's look, let's try that. Right, right where you're at, let's do it. Now, some of you all, come on. What's the deal? All right. Don't want you to be untinglable or whatever you say that. But anyway, you know, this time of year, you've already uh, shared, and Matt did a good job expressing about Advent. And Advent is uh, a period of time prior to Christmas, much like Lent is before Easter or Resurrection Sunday. It's a time of not only preparing for the, the day that we honor uh, the birth of Christ, but it's also the preparing for the second coming of Christ. How many know that he is coming again? I mean, I know I asked that, but we have to realize that's not a, potentially a long way away. We just assume it'll just be out there and who knows when. It could be before we go to sleep tonight. It says that we will not know the time or place, but in the blink of an eye, in the shout of a, of a trumpet sound, and then he's here. It's that fast. So all that we are about prior to whether it's this t- December 25th or it's the second coming is preparing, making sure we're ready for the rest of our lives. Amen. On the third week of Advent, this is known as the Shepherd's Candle or the Week of Joy. You've heard this theme already in some of our music. We have lit this pink or rose candle to represent the Shepherd's Candle. And it reminds us of the fact that Jesus came, joy came in the form of a Christ child. And it, this joy is, is an everlasting joy, not only till Christ return, but on and on and on. So the theme today is joy to the world. And you've probably heard this, but what in the world are they talking about? This joy. We hear it so much. And how many have heard it like over and over to joy, joy, joy? Okay. So I, uh, we have songs like this, and these aren't an exhaustive list of songs, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see if you knew this song. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. See, some of y'all know it. Let's just finish it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Believe that was the soprano and alto section. Men, we, got, we dropped out somewhere along, along the way there. Another one would be, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. And it's got a lot of verses. That's great. Y'all, this is a fun group. The first service had a few, a few of them knew it, but you all, I think there's more here. But, but here's one that uh, is familiar. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, open to the sun above. 
See, it's interesting how many songs have the word joy in it, and there's many other songs. Uh, this one is relevant. You heard, we sang it at the very beginning of the service, and it starts off, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Okay, let me, let me just let's stop there for a second. See, if we are the body of Christ, those that believe in him, and so when we sing or when we think of this joy coming or when we talk about uh, the joy being in us, it's to be a, like a light on a hill. It's to be a, a megaphone. It's to be an amplifier to what's going on in us. It's to allow those people around us to us to be saying, hey, joy to the world, joy to you, joy. Hey, the Lord has come. Now, do we believe that today? Let's sing it one more time, that first day. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Now we sing that and we say, oh, that's so great this time of year. But our hearts are to be prepared for him every day. Our hearts, we just sang, let the earth receive. And one of the hardest things this time of year is for all of mankind, the earth. Now, I can tell you the rocks and the trees don't need to cry out because they know who the creator is. But we have people that we know, that we work with, that we need to be praying for their hearts to receive the king. The king of kings that came in the form of a Christ child. We need to be uh, lifting them up to say, Lord, prepare room in their hearts. Amen. But it starts with us preparing rooms in our own heart. To allow him to come in and then allow nature and heaven to sing and sing. You know, we have scripture too that we uh, have heard that we would agree with. And I'm, if you say, I'm going to put some up here. If you agree with it, just say amen. But look at this one. Psalms 118 says, this is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a part of, of joy. It's to rejoice and be glad in it. We have another one in Psalm 16 that says, in your presence there is what? Fullness of Wow. So if you want to be full of joy, then you need to be in his presence. And if you're in his presence, there should be a fullness. How many have eaten too much on Thanksgiving? You know what full means. That's your tummy. Now what we're talking about here is the, all of your being is full to the point where there's a joy that just in, it overcomes all the other stuff. There's even in this Christmas story, you heard a little bit in the last couple of weeks, you've probably heard it over the years, in the Christmas story, it talks about joy in Matthew chapter 2. We talked about the Magi last week, and the fact that when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great Wow, it was a long-awaited time. They had been waiting and waiting and studying, and they were scholars, and they were astrologers, and they were looking for the sign, and finally there's the sign. God revealed something special to them because they were looking, they were seeking an evidence, a, a leading, a, 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 a part of, uh, of heaven exposing something they'd been hopefully looking forward to. In Luke chapter 2 verse 8, we find the angel, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this, that fear not, but it says, look, hey, I bring you what? Good news of what? 
great joy. Great joy. So what is this joy? What is this joy? I can tell you a few things about joy, not exhaustively today, but let me tell you a few things. Number one, joy is not happiness. You know, we think we, we, we just we want to be happy. I, I'm joyful because everything's going my way. I'm joyful that I, I, I aced the ACT. Oh, I've got a lot of joy because I had it my way, like Burger King. You know, have it your way? Okay, never mind. Joy, you know, no, it's, it's not based on happenings. It's not based on what's going on around you. In fact, joy remains in the midst of suffering. You know, joy is something that is not about your, um, uh, how people are treating you. Psalms 94 says this, that when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought what? Joy to my soul. See, when we get before the Lord, when we turn to him, when we believe the truths that we find in the word of God, when we're in his presence, when, when he has put his arms around us, and how many know he does that quite regularly, there is a con- consolation, there's a joy that happens. I'm going to propose to you that joy is an emotion. I'm going to define this in a minute. It's an emotion that it's acquired by anticipation. It's, it's acquired by receiving something or, or expecting something great or, or wonderful. You know, there's a lot of things that we go through, a lot of things that people have gone through, and I could have picked anybody, but the Lord actually put Kathy Delabon and I together, and so I'm going to invite her up. She is actually going to share a, a brief testimony as it relates to joy. Let's welcome Kathy as she comes up. So I'm here today because God impressed upon my heart that I needed to share a testimony because I want to give God all the glory and all the praise for what he's done in my life the last couple of years. God is so good. Pastor Bill has been talking about joy. Joy is not looking at our circumstances. I had somebody say one time, how can I be happy or have joy because I have cancer? It's not that. It's looking to the one who has told us he's going to hold our hand and he's going to carry us through whatever it is we are going through. So the last couple of years, for various reasons, I was having some CT scans and they found a cyst on my pancreas. And every six months I was having one and to just check it out and there was no change. But in the meantime, they noticed that my appendix was fluid-filled, and my doctor told me that that could be cancer, and of course, if it burst, then that would not be good. So I had my appendix out, and no, it was not cancer, praise the Lord. And so then God impressed upon my heart to ask for another CT scan to look at the cyst. It gave me the words to say and everything, and so they said, okay, we'll do another one, and that happened last June. And now there wasn't one, there was four, and they sent me to a GI doctor to do an upper ultrasound GI, and they uh, biopsied them, and he came back after the procedure and said, they're not cancerous. Praise the Lord again. 
And then a surgeon's office called me and wanted to schedule a visit. And I thought, okay, they're not cancerous. Why am I going to see a surgeon? And I was told they just wanted to talk about the options. And so he said that they could be cancerous and it was better if I go ahead and have my pancreas tail and my spleen out. So that's what happened. <clears throat> and then, it, there's a funny story I could tell. When he went out and told my kids after surgery, he told my kids everything was fine and I was doing good. Well, when he came in to talk to me, he told me there was a tumor. And, but it was removed and there was nothing to worry about. And so I go to the oncologist thinking it was just a routine thing. And she says, you did have a cancerous tumor. And it's gone without me not even knowing that it was a cancerous tumor or that I had that. Praise God again. God is so good. So he carried me through that without knowing I even had anything to worry about. And I didn't really have anything to worry about because whatever the outcome, I know God has my hand. And he is carrying me through that. That's where my joy is. Not in my circumstances, but in God and what he's done in my life and what he's doing in your life. He will carry us through. And that is the joy of the Lord. I am cancer-free. I have no cancer. Praise God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. And I know... Um, we all and many of us have uh, had similar type situations. It's an it, it's a interesting thing, this uh, joy that I'm talking about, uh, it, 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 really how to explain it. I'd like to give you a definition, um, a Christian, what Christian joy is, and I'll repeat it. Christian joy is emotion in the soul. It's emotion in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. I'm going to say that one more time, the joy, this thing that I'm talking about. Christian joy is emotion in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. Let me, let me kind of break that down briefly for you. This emotion, we'd say, is it a feeling, Pastor Bill? Well, it's not really. See, I'm trying to say it's, a, it's not an idea. It, it, it's, it is not a conviction. It's not a persuasion or a, dis, a decision. And, and I'll give you an, a, a, an example of that. If you were out tent camping, we used to tent camp a lot and uh, when the kids were living at home. And let's just imagine that we looked uh, out through the, or kind of got a shadow cast upon the outside of that nylon tent, and it was a, it was a shadow of a bear. And we could hear the bear growl, growling around and scratching around, and we're like, oh my goodness. Now, let me tell you, we did, if it was a mental decision to have fear, we would have said, now, Lori, uh, best I can tell in our studies, that's the shape of a bear. And uh, if we hear and evaluate the auditable sounds of what we're hearing outside, there is a tendency to reinforce the example of the bear's sounds that we've heard since before on you know the discovery channel let's have a, a quorum and decide whether we should react or not react to this shape and sound of, do you see where i'm going with this 
We had fear. You'd have fear if it was a bear. And and there's things of that nature that you've got to uh, uh, realize that this emotion down at the soulish level that I'm talking about isn't necessarily a decision by itself. It's not that way. See, the Bible commands us in numerous places that we're to rejoice, that we're to fear, that we're to be grateful, that we're to be tenderhearted. And so you've got these things that don't, you know, I'm tenderhearted now. Just wanted you you know, all you got to do is make, you know, no. This soulish heart, this place of experiencing joy, it can produce butterflies or, or the Christmas tingles. You know, we, I saw, y'all saw that, didn't you? Hey, I've seen guys when they got their brand new car and somebody said, I got my brand new 75 inch TV. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Or maybe it was the hot tub. Man, I've always wanted that hot tub before. Now, that sounds a little weird or looks a little weird. I don't want y'all walking out here funny and people going, hmm. But it's, it's that thing inside that's trying to express that. But this, this, this movement in the soul that's produced by the Holy Spirit. And let me explain in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, it talks about the fruit of the spirit, that the spirit is what? It's what? It's love and joy and peace and that's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit causes this overflow towards God. It's what brings forth. And let me tell you some ways that he does it. The Holy Spirit lets us see Jesus. I don't know about you, but I can look at nature. I can, I can look at God's creation and the Holy Spirit will stir in me something of thankfulness and joy that there is a grand architect, a creator of creators, and I can rejoice that I'm his and he loved me so much that he sent his son. I can look at people and yes, I know you said, no, 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 you haven't been to the mall yet. But no, you can look at people, and if you ask, the Spirit will reveal himself in them to you. And in fact, that's how you need to be as believers. We should always be saying, God, give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear you as I deal with these knuckleheads at work. Right, staff? Oh, (laughs) the knucklehead, anyway. But but see, (laughs) you know, I didn't do that in the first service. Now I know why. No. No, but the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit causes us to see Christ. And when we see Christ and all that he is, when we see, when we're in the word and, and we read that passage and, and it's, it's like those Hallmark movies, you know, where you, you just know it's going to end or it's just this sweet, tender spot. You got a little moisture in the corner of your eye. How many have ever been reading the Bible and Lord just revealed something to you? That's the Holy Spirit. It's you seeing this thing that we say is the Christ child coming to earth. And, 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 and yet we sometimes miss it. We're so busy. So the question is, do you have this joy? I think many of you do. We just are very quiet about it. You know, uh, I wish we had a a thought about one of those... uh, those bands, you know, we could be doing, I got the joy, I got the joy. I got, remember that? Some, anyway, I've heard that before. 
But what have you received? What you, see, we need, to, we need to realize that you've experienced something or you've received something. Can I ask how many of you uh, got to sleep in a bed last night? Did you know where that came from? It came from God. How many ate a meal or two in the last 72 hours? Uh, see, the Lord has prov- provides and provides and provides. How many have breath here today this morning? Check your neighbor if they're not moving. Just, just make sure. Uh, it gets real quiet and I get to worry and we're going to have a resurrection service. But anyway. But no, it, it, it's what have you experienced? What have you received? See, in Psalms 126, it says, Then our mouths... All right, our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with shouts of joy. How, how many have ever shouted when your your favorite team?